0: what is up everyone welcome to another episode of backstage this is the bachata podcast where you get to experience your dance scene in a completely different way my name is jan and i'm really really excited to share this episode with you because it's gonna be a special one today's guest is shavi a great social dancer and teacher living in berlin a major event in his professional career forced him to rethink his values in life so in the summer of 2019 he quit his job and decided to go on a six-month dance journey across asia and australia a journey that will turn out to be quite life-changing for him. I hope you're ready for it because it's going to be a good one. Here's Xavi. Really excited to have you with us today, Xavi. We are going to talk about how to combine traveling with dancing. And so we're going to look back on your journey that you did um, last year. So you're going to tell us a bit about that, I hope. Nice to have you here. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Jan. Thanks for inviting me, having me over in your show. Hello, dancing community. I'm very glad to share some thoughts of mine, um, some experience of mine with you, and not only the dance videos that I recently posted. Hello, everybody.
0: All right. So you started this tour in July of 2019. Can you take us a bit back in time, maybe a couple of months before, how did your life look like, I guess we're especially interested in your life as a dancer. Um, and how did you come up with that idea of traveling the world for six months while dancing?
1: Uh, yeah, yes, sure. Yeah. Um, so, uh, my life before I started to dance, uh, was that I, um, had a regular job, I was working um, as a project manager in a big corporate for um, almost eight years. And um, I was in a program to become a future leader in this uh, corporate. And um, this um, preparation program, it took one year. And during that one year, it's about to getting ready to lead other people, to reflect your um, values, to to develop your personality. And um, this um, program ended with a test. It was a whole day assessment center, where um, other leaders um, assessed your skills and ability Um, to to lead and I failed that test and um, because I failed the test um, I um, Needed to to um, go into myself and ask a lot of questions that I have uh, my entire life put in front of me I was like um, running away um, from those deep questions and I failed the test and I needed to make a decision Yeah, what do I want to do in my life? So the next career step that I was pushing Uh, Pushing for that. I was seeking for it didn't happen. Yeah, so I needed to ask myself what's next and um, That was um, the the initial um, starting point where I started to to go into myself and um, I had this um, job that was my main occupation and I was dancing also like a part-time always and um, I started this uh, dancing journey with Natalia um, now almost two years ago and we were teaching and uh, had our regular jobs. And yeah, that was pretty my, um, pretty much my life before I started um, my journey. So I um, uh, failed this assessment center and from that point it was clear that I need to make a change in my life because it's not only the fact that um, I didn't pass a test, but it's much more the, the, the um, uh, thing, the factor that um, that, that add up that I failed, you know? And um, I never deal uh, with my own personality, with my heritage, uh, with my uh, roots, uh, with with, um, other questions um, of how I want to live and what I want to uh, do in my life. Yeah, it was always obvious that I should do and should do and should pursue gold, should um, earn more money, should go for a next career step, should buy um, a house. And yeah, it's always about the future. And at that moment, when I failed my future plan, I was obliged to take a look into myself. Okay, what's now? How do I want to live? What I want to do? How do I want to be fulfilled? How do I um, define happiness? And those were the basic questions.
0: How did you decide to tell yourself, all right, I'm going to go pack my bags, quit job, and go dancing for for half a year? Because is that the first thing that comes to mind when you have you know, such a such a big decision in your life?
1: Yes, um, so I was urged to uh, make a decision and the decision I think it was um, in myself for a long time but I never dare to speak it out, right? Because it's um, against all the normal standards to, to do your own thing, right? To not have a job, to um, <laughs> go for um, artist stuff or go for stuff that you love and um, not work and not produce and not be part of a system. So that requires a lot of, um, pain points that you come to that um, uh, decision to do it. But uh, um, of course, um, I, I did a lot of preparation operational because um, you need to talk with your supervisor. You need to talk with the company. You need to find a way to work it out. And afterwards, um, you also need to think what happened if you come back to the system. Yeah. How you want to um, restart or continue with all the um, obligations that you have. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a um, retirement payment. It's unemployment money. It's um, health insurance. There are a lot of questions, of course, that you need to deal with. So, um, um, yeah, it's up to you if you want to, uh, me to talk about the operational preparation that I did, or rather the emotional preparation. Yeah,
0: right. So, just to be clear, so you you took like a six months break from your job?
1: Uh, no, I quit my job.
0: Yeah, but maybe let's talk a bit more about like yeah, like the the emotional preparation you did for that, because I, I guess. That is quite a scary thought to, you know, just quit your job and, you know, going out there and not knowing exactly what's going to happen in the next six months.
1: Yeah, especially if you um, have a life that is very defined by um, outside standards, right? Um, about status, about um, um, level uh, in life that you have reached, um, uh, level of knowledge that you acquire, uh, level of comfort uh, and level of prestige, right? And to, to leave all this um, kind of outside um, factors behind, it requires a lot of um, um, inner preparation and, and, as I said before, pain okay so where do you face pain it's that um, uh, every time you, you get something new uh, you don't feel happy about it it, it doesn't fulfill you right you, you buy more stuff it doesn't bring the happiness that you expected it would it doesn't bring the safety that you expected it would and um, because i was in my past life always projecting happiness and fulfillment with the next step in life i was always trapped and restless yeah? so you're always looking for the next thing the next event uh, the, the next job uh, the next highlight the next project and it was really like a hamster wheel and uh, i needed to break that pattern yeah? and um, and because i had all those pains i also developed a very toxic relation to myself because i only feel valued when i reach Uh, the next step, you know, and without reaching the next step, I was always feeling um, like losing. And um, that caused a very um, high uh, fear of loss and that fear of loss uh, make me always do the next thing. And it's not a good space to do things out of fear, right? We want to do things out of fulfillment, out of love, out of compassion and i needed to to change my attitude and that attitude i couldn't change in the situation that i was in but uh, rather with a uh, restart yeah and that's why the trip wow cool
0: so i'm I'm really curious to hear about you know then versus now but maybe we can do that a bit uh, later first um let's talk a bit about your the, the journey itself. So at some point you made a decision to, to, to go for it. How did you go about planning it? And was dancing or teaching the main source of income?
1: So um, as I was working for eight years in a big corporate, I was in a very privileged situation that uh, if I leave the company, I would not leave for free. So there's an, um, uh, the possibility, or I had the possibility to um, uh, get um, paid um, paid free time so um, i made a deal that i signed that i resigned from my contract and for that i get an um, amount of money and that amount of money was uh, way sufficient enough to make a trip for a very long time yeah that was uh, my privilege and to not do things for the money but rather to do things um, out of um convincement because i was convinced of doing things and and i i um I choose to do things that I love. And one big thing that I love is surfing. Uh, the other thing is dancing. And the third thing was personal development, okay? to to go into myself, to to look into my past, and also to look into my uh, future at a certain point. And how I prepared the dancing was quite spontaneous because I was researching online. Uh, about festivals in the region that I would travel and I contacted the, um, the organizers and they were very open and helpful. This is one thing that I really love about our community is that with social media you gain reach You can reach out for people and people see that you have um, some um, um, previous experience, that you you have some platform, that you have also some uh, followers. And then it's quite easy to get um, into um, the event. Or it was in my case, I was very privileged. Um, I had the privilege from my former employer to um, get a good... um, Funding for my trip, then I was privileged um, to, to um, join big festivals, uh, smaller events, and, and teach there and also earn income um, on that. And yeah, that's something that I'm very grateful for.
0: So you didn't plan the whole thing in advance? You just uh, no, like no. a bit by
1: bit. Yes. Wow, okay. Um, so there were events, right? Um, they are uh, sometimes one month, two months, three or four months ahead and then um, you can ask um, if you're allowed to 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 join there to teach there uh, to, to um, present your message and um, yeah and then according to um, um, that um, I, I planned my trip so it was very spontaneous and um, yeah therefore um, in my case it didn't require a lot of preparation yeah. i bought my flight tickets to thailand uh, one week before i flew so it was very spontaneous
0: yeah. cool so thailand was the first desi- uh, was the first destination and the first festival
1: um yes singapore was the first festival in, in august and um, i'm very grateful for that opportunity because it was uh, maybe one of the biggest festival and very luxurious festival i've been to and that in asia where my roots are uh, it was very impressive how people there um behave how they are uh, thinking towards learning how they um prepare and train themselves it was very um yeah overwhelming to to see that um, difference to europe or us yeah I,
0: I i was lucky enough to also dance in singapore and the level there and like the professionalism is in my opinion really really high
1: it is yeah, yeah.
0: So the first destination was thailand and the first festival was singapore
1: yes in thailand i uh, could surf because during um uh, august and um let's say those um autumn months um, they have good waves there in phuket and i i was there for surfing did yoga thai boxing yeah just to enjoy myself really to try uh, to to follow my heart not always uh, what my head says what my consciousness says um, but rather to do what i love and then um um uh, i i went to singapore for some days and um uh, to to go back to dancing and um and teaching and it was a total different energy for me also because this was the first time that i was on my own i don't had a dancing partner so i had a collaboration with um a um, dancer from taiwan and yeah it was it was a great experience
0: do you remember the thoughts you had when you stepped into the first plane to thailand versus after you did the, the first festival in Singapore,
1: the moment when I stepped into the plane to Thailand, it was I was crying because I, I said goodbye to my uh, parents, and it was very emotional. Uh, and it was something like a step into the next part of my life. So it was something bigger than only to go on vacation, right? Because I know that when I once I go, I will probably come back uh, with a different mindset, with different um, insights about myself so it was uh, really um, very relieving to do that Um, first time going in the plane to singapore i was rather excited i was like really ready to dance because um, i haven't danced for two months i think um, before singapore Um, so it was also like um, enough time to recover um, from the um, dancing that i had in europe that uh, was also part of my old life and yeah i was really uh, excited and I couldn't wait uh, to to <laughs> dance again. I, I was dancing in Thailand as well, but it was a very small community, uh, very nice. The level was, of course, not as um, uh, as high as um, in Singapore or somewhere else. But it was very um, fam- family like atmosphere. It was also very nice in Thailand. But um, as we are dancers, we we like the excitement, we like the high level, we like the flow, we like the. Um, Yeah, the uncertainty that comes up with dancing festivals and yeah that full package i could get in 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 singapore (laughs) at the full extent
0: yeah Hmm. i can imagine yeah the the uncertainty you mentioned is pretty interesting especially when you go into a scene that is normally you know not your own and especially if it's on another continent you come into a different like a completely new country a new scene you go to the first social and it blows your mind
1: um, totally, um, but the thing is, um, <laughs> uh, because I had um, some social media reach before I was traveling, um, Singapore was very well prepared. So we had a, a small workshop uh, on their regular parties and uh, was very well visited. People know me because I also I'm also Asian, so um, they 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 were very proud of that I represent them in a very Western and Latin dominated scene in in the West, right, and in, in Europe, and and there were it was very um. Uh, I was uh, received very welcoming. There were people taking me around, treating me very well, took me out for dinner, and we share a lot of experience and laugh a lot with each other. So it was not so anonymous, (laughs) as as you might think. It was, um, yeah, it was very celebrated, and and I really loved it. And then uh, the festival started, I think, on Thursday. I arrived on Tuesday, and then at this stage the platform was even bigger and still people recognize me and they're like oh we're so happy uh, that uh, some asian dude or face <laughs> are, is uh, presented in europe dancing with a white person uh, going on tour and yeah i, I felt a lot of um, appreciation yeah that that boosted uh, me of course a lot yeah
0: cool it sounds like you started with like a high <laughs>
1: yes so I was self. Uh, I was all overwhelmed by that, um, but it helped me a lot to enter um, um, or come back to dancing. Yeah, because all the uncertainties that you have if you are new to something, I didn't have in, in Singapore. Yeah, it was feeling like um, I have been there already. Yeah, because people know me uh, from from the videos and from the nice promotion that uh, my local partners um, gave. So it was um, yeah. It was really like coming back yeah
0: was it always like that the whole six months everything went according to plan every destination was amazing
1: interesting question um i think um the events itself they were very according to plan very well organized and um like expected but you know um, if you spend six months abroad you have a lot of time in between events yeah, um, um, daily things. What do I do with my day? What I do with my week? Yeah, and um, there, of course, they I have um, a lot of roller coaster in my feelings, because um, yeah, um, let's put it that way. Uncertainty was the only consistency um, during the whole trip. Okay, I had some events that I was planned, but all the time in between, it was uncertain. What will happen? What should I do? What will I do? How will I feel like? And yeah, and um, that's actually the daily struggle that keep me busy all the time.
0: So you had a lot of time during the day, you know, to go on trips, make new friends, spend time with your own thoughts.
1: Yes. Um, uh, Too much time that you sometimes also get uh, depressed, right? (laughs) And then then you wonder what you're doing there um, with your whole life and day because you don't have this um, outside um, um, development that you have if you're back in your work and your routine, right? You have always something that keeps you busy uh, that you are not responsible for. But in, in your trip, you need to be responsible for each decision, each step you make. If you don't do anything, there's no one else calling you out to do something, right? So you need to be activated and motivated yourself every day. And um, my uh, cons- uh, constant uh, activity was surfing. So I choose all the places uh, mostly for surfing. And um, yeah, I had my routine going into the surf in the morning, six o'clock or um, sometimes even earlier, sometimes a bit later. And then um, you surf um, three hours and then you come home, you recover and then you go for lunch maybe. But uh, during that time, right, where you recover, what I have done was um, I read a lot and did a lot of podcasts. And and I listened to to, um, uh, other people's story about other people's um, um, perception of their personal development and yeah that that kept me very busy i was not um, into the mood to uh, meet so many new people because every time you meet people it's new energy and there's also some kind of distraction uh, distraction from the 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 real points that i want to work on and that i can only do with myself and by myself and therefore i was um happy actually to to spend most of the time by myself yeah. cool
0: And looking back have you have you reached your goals i'm not sure if you made any goals
1: um yeah the thing is um i worked in project management before right it's very visible uh, what kind of goals uh, you have which kind of steps are required Uh, you have a you have a strict timeline um, and you have a budget and you have quality um, um, goals right but um, yeah if you go um, on a trip by yourself um, I wish it would be much more efficient and effective, but um, the, the, the human uh, doesn't work like this. Um, and uh, this was also one of the challenges and, uh, that I discovered, that sometimes um, uh, you cannot push harder. You know, sometimes you just need to let it go and uh, occasionally something popped up, a person or occasion or situation or anything in the life and that gives you some insight. But you cannot plan that, right? So you cannot put a plan on uh, your development. Of course, you have some um, um, books that you read, some kind of thoughts that you follow. Um, but a real insight, real um, enlightenment comes occasionally. It's very spontaneous and sometimes it's on the toilet. Sometimes it's during a, um, sightseeing, sometimes it's on a wave. Sometimes it's during the sunset. It's really hard to plan and um, in the end, I gave up um, the, the goal of being efficient and effective towards um, personal development. Yeah, yeah, so I just gave up and then, yeah, I, I think, uh, looking back, I'm quite happy um, about uh, what, what happened in myself and what evolved in myself. Yeah,
0: yeah it, the, like, the, like you say, like you cannot plan for your personal development, it just comes at some random point.
1: Yes, 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 it, it comes very randomly and um, then, then um, you wonder about it yeah? and then um, sometimes it disappears, then it needs to come back again. But um, this whole trip taught me that it's good to, to, to just let go, to, to not always be obsessed about controlling anything and holding on things and, and preserve them and, and, and always find a meaning in everything. Um, it's, it's not necessary because it just makes you uh, restless. Yeah
0: yeah i think it's something that especially if if you live in or like if you grew up in the central part of europe like society just tells us you know like you you need to have a plan you need to have everything figured out so i see many people and i know many people that struggle to you know let go of things and yeah like give yourself into uncertainty more
1: we are forced to comply comply to the um rules of society, um, of the, the system that we are living in, uh, the duties that we have, the expectation of parents, um, friends, supervisors, teachers, and um, yeah, that um, to reach all their expectation, uh, it's, it's a very ch- ch- big challenge, because in the end, it's, it's maybe not your own reality, but also to separate yourself, your own reality from others' reality, sometimes need that you really have a physical uh, separation, like a trip where you're on your own, yeah? because then no one put their projection on you. Yeah? <laughs> you can be at your own uh, in your own pace, and, and then you discover some other qualities that you uh, ha- never thought that you would have. Yeah? Uh, one, one, one major point is um, empathy. I, I never thought that I would be so empathic, or I can develop such an empathy uh, for, uh, for, for myself. Yeah, I never thought that. Yeah? As I explained before that. Um, uh, you, you try to always reach the goals of um, the the outside world, right? And then you you always compare if you have reached the goals or not. And then um, um, if you don't have the desired outcome that you wanted, then you feel disappointed, right? And then you 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 get into a loop. You blame yourself, and uh, and you be, become unhappy, and you don't appreciate, and you're not gra- grateful for for the outcome that you have. But uh, empathy for myself means that. Uh, to accept that I don't need to always reach the outcome that um, other people sets. So I reach the outcome that I'm uh, that I that I just get, and then it's okay. I accept it, and um, I'm fine with that. And that makes me uh, my life much easier. Yeah, and I'm just like uh, nice to myself, saying, "Oh wow." You don't need to be um, this and you need to, don't need to do, to have this and you don't need to eat uh, at eight o'clock in the evening. You don't need to have a breakfast at nine. It's okay also to not have a breakfast or to not have a dinner or have a big dinner, right? It's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like you did a lot of like personal growth during that time.
1: Yeah, I can recommend to everyone to uh, really take the time for yourself and not... uh, It's different if you go on a vacation, yeah, you have some goals that you reach because you have a starting and end point. It's almost like a project, um, a vacation. But if you go on a trip, uh, then you you, um, have a lot of time in between uh, that you cannot plan. And it's not a project, it's rather um, a journey.
0: So now you're now you're back and I guess after you came back from your trip, life went back to normal,
1: um, of course, <laughs> minus corona the whole, minus, minus Corona. I wanted to continue my trip. I, I gave myself a time f- frame of one year and uh, I came back for Christmas to, uh, to see my parents and also uh, to start my second journey, which was actually Latin America but um that failed due to due, due to corona yes and then i made some short term adaptations to my plan to stay in europe but then uh, the breakout in europe was so big <laughs> that i couldn't even trip in europe and therefore i returned to my apartment here in berlin and yeah i i, I i'm okay to be here again yeah.
0: right okay i didn't know you wanted to continue this thing but you were forced to uh, well <laughs> put, put it on hold for now
1: Yes, yes, it's put on hold. um, There was one thing that I really was looking for. It was a Vipassana event in May in Spain. I put that Vipassana event actually on the end of my trip because I want um, the 10 days of meditation um um to 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 reflect about the entire year right to to really give me the time and to calm down but um due to corona in in may it was impossible to travel to spain or even attend a ceremony like a vipassana (laughs) and therefore i need to to postpone that one but this is definitely still on my bucket list to do such kind of journey yeah the the, the vipassana journey wow okay
0: yeah because i wanted to ask you if you would do it again but it seems like uh you just postpone it.
1: <laughs> it it's um, postponing, but sometimes Oh, I also discovered that um, even a trip itself, um, if you want to go into yourself, it doesn't need to be always in a different environment. Of course, it helps. But um, yeah, during Corona, I think everyone had the time to spend more time at their home with themselves. It's also OK to be in your city, in your home and to, to still progress in your personality. <laughs> And yeah this is uh, what I have done in the last 6 months. Yeah.
0: yeah, of course. Yeah. So you said in the beginning that you had the luxury the luxury of um uh having that the, the the money that you got paid from your previous employer, so you didn't really have to rely on um you know, money income from teaching. Um do you think what you did is doable for a person that is Maybe it's not so fortunate to have like such a you know very big big savings, or is able to teach.
1: Um, very interesting question because I can only tell from my perspective, and I'm a. Uh, it's also my cultural background, but um, money and safety is something very um, uh, deep rooted in myself. So for me, I would never do such kind of stuff or such kind of trip journey out of the blue, uh, without any um, fundings. Um, Of course, it's possible. I meet a lot of people with zero to nothing and they still do a trip. I'm not sure um, how they do it, if they are getting in conflict with maybe some law or with with themselves or with other parties, if they struggle with money. I I cannot um, tell from their perspective, but um, I would really uh, recommend everyone Doing such kind of trip to have um, sufficient funding, um, yeah, that that I think it's very important, and this is also part of the preparation, right? Um, if you um, save up for something for a bigger goal, then um, you feel much more relieved and also good if you can. Um, do it by your own. Yeah, I would not do it too spontaneously. And of course it helps if you have a skill, if it's an online skill or if it's a um, teaching skill or even it's handyman skill. If you are able to do uh, some handwork, hand, handcrafts, you can also use that to monetize it. But yeah, um, to, to take money totally out of equation, uh, I, I would not recommend it because um, there are a lot of uncertainties, especially in Southeast Asia. And those countries are open. If you are a tourist, but they have um, visa li- um, limitations, and in the end, um, those countries they also want your money. And if you are not able to pay, then um, you can face a lot of troubles, and that can come up more even more expensive to you. And you don't want to beg your parents or anyone else uh, to help you out, uh, especially in Asia, in, in in Thailand or Indonesia. Yeah, I have heard a lot of bad stories of people without money. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Cool. So I'm sure many people that are listening right now, or probably everyone has at some point had the thought of, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna quit or I'm going to take a break and maybe go dancing for a couple of months and go on a trip to, to find myself. Um, but I also see that many people have are afraid of that, or there's some kind of blocker that is holding them back from doing it. Do you have any advice for, Anyone that is in that situation.
1: Oh yes, I have had a lot of talks with friends in similar situation. Um, so there, are, there's a um, psychologically, a psychologic explanation to that. Uh, we all know Maslow, right? The the Maslow needs, and uh, in the Western world, we are so well developed that uh, we are actually quite in the end of the needs that uh, we have, and um, the, the need that most of the people feel is um, to fulfill themselves to do some meaningful stuff and uh, to find out what is meaningful it requires time but we are in a very wealthy privileged situation in the entire world you have really the chance to do that because you can always return to the system if you are growing up in in western countries you can always return to a very safe and good environment that's a privilege so take the time for yourself and use it and and don't think too much about um what can happen in the future and what what are the risks of course as i said you need to have a solid funding but i i'm convinced that everyone with a good degree will be able to find a job and to have a gap of one year or two year or even three years will not block your life goals and you will not end up on the streets and um, yeah don't be so fearful about um, what could happen uh, in the worst case but rather be um, cheerful for the potential that you can gain out of one or two years off. Yeah, so for the mindset, it's very important to to, to be positive about the potential that you can reach if you take time off and the step back and the financial pay cut. Not everyone can have the privilege to get a deal like I did, I'm aware of it, but still people can make up savings, let's say 10,000 or 15,000 euros and go on a trip It's okay. This is something you can achieve, right? Um, You need to limit maybe your present, your current uh, lifestyle and save that money. Yes, Um, some people also hire money or or get it from their parents also nice. But um, yeah, if you have this um, feeling of doing such kind of trip, you really should do that.
0: Yeah, I think it's always very easy to see like the, the worst case scenario is so it's so tangible like you can you can see it but the potential like development and the gains that you can get from doing something it's so vague you cannot understand it yet
1: it's very vague because um, this is how our brain works, our consciousness, right? We only can process data that we have uh, required um, during our entire life, um, our experiences, uh, our beliefs, right? And then it's very hard for our consciousness to, to, to um, picture what potential is and means. And, um, but, but then I, I need to say that don't trust always what you think. Rather, rather trust what you feel. And if you feel the need of taking a break, you really should go after it because no one knows how life comes. But at certain stage, when we have more responsibilities, for example, we have uh, children or, or we have uh, sick parents that we need to take care of, then our uh, possibilities are suddenly limited. And if you have the um, the, the possibility to do it uh, without having um, big struggles, you really should go for that. You now, it's... it's um, it's it's very uh, valuable to yourself
0: yeah yeah i fully fully agree um so you did that for six months and maybe planning to do it a bit longer do you think doing this kind of journey and especially combining it with dancing do you think it's something that you do for a certain amount of time or can it also turn into a lifestyle for example in uh, in the online working world we have this term called digital nomads which are people that you know, live in one one country for maybe four to six months and they work online. And after six months, they go to a different country. Usually it's Southeast Asia or um, South America or Latin America. Do you think something like that exists for us as well, like in our scene?
1: so important is everyone needs to look for his own potential and um, um, life goals and um, of course if you travel um, those um, regions you meet a lot of people who have this digital normat lifestyle i discovered for myself it's very individual and i cannot speak for everyone but this kind of normat lifestyle is something that i don't feel comfortable with maybe it's um, too different from my beliefs from my life goals um, but um, I think there is potential for people with skills to, to use online uh, income sources, but for myself it is not. Why I like uh, dancing and teaching is because I have the energy of the people next to me. I can touch them, I can feel them, I can feel the energy. They can also see, touch, feels, taste, um, uh, smell, you know, that's that the haptic of this dancing product for me is much more important than um, the dancing itself and uh, from my perspective um, i don't see my potential in the digital world of course this can change but in my special case not but i believe there's potential for people who like to um, have this normal lifestyle to to pursue it and especially with dancing as well it's it's totally uh, online marketable
0: you could be making money with dancing instead of working online
1: Um, yeah uh, it is possible um, to a certain degree, but on the other hand, um, once you really uh, rely on, live on that, you need to also respect the local regulations. And um, for example, to be a foreigner and teach in Bali or in, 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 in Thailand, it has much more challenges that you could ever believe. It's not like just you set up a group and people come to your class and pay your money and then you don't pay tax. This is not going uh, to work. Because you have localism, you have local communities, people paying tax and if you don't respect their rules in their community, uh, you will get a visa ban quicker than you can uh, look or watch. And It's very dangerous to, to um, yeah, try to earn local yes. money, yeah. Yeah. which makes totally sense and I, I also uh, uh understand why because it's it's they are, they don't earn they don't have the uh, western privileges uh, like a social state that that gives you money uh, for not working and and uh, give you safety and everything it's not happening in those countries and we cannot with our western um uh, <laughs> go into um, other countries and believe that um, they have the same mindset as us and, um, yeah, I also very respect uh, local communities and local instructors because they um, probably put much more effort uh, with least less possibilities than we have uh, to keep their business running. And um, I don't want to enter their market and just um, yeah, be respect uh, less um, and don't have respect for their work and their, 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 um, their achievements um that that's not my um my, my uh, style how i would um tackle things so um teaching locally maybe on the events yes but um permanently um i think it's, it's it's more challenging so the bigger potential is online if you have your online class and um your clients all over the world um yeah
0: right yeah that could be a possibility or just solely relying on festivals
1: uh yes, of course, but uh, for that, of course you need to um um to be let's say uh, someone who really lives on festivals, you need to be a very big name have a um yeah. have very strong dedication and um and yes, um a lot of people that support you and some luck and hard work and yeah maybe that's an option um never no one knows, but uh, at the moment <laughs> since all festivals are closed. It's um, something that is not uh, very present. (laughs) All right.
0: So, Xavi, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, talking to us today about your journey. Um, If people want to find more about you, tell us, where can they find you? And are there certain projects that you are currently working on that you would like to mention to us?
1: Yes, um, so um, first of all, thanks for the opportunity to be part of your um, podcast, of your show. I think you did a great uh, work for the community to also look behind the curtains to get to know people of our community. Yeah, I'm very glad that you're doing this and uh, you put so much effort in. Um, uh, Applause for that. And yes, uh, my current project is that um, uh, I... um, uh, do um, some small mm. video choreographies with dancers uh, from Berlin or Germany that are um, surround uh, so in the surrounding regions. And uh, what uh, the goal is uh, first is to improve, of course, to have a um, high and intensity or intensive um, training uh, to bring out some small product to evolve and develop the skills, but also to to have a, a visible training effect. So uh, we do the small choreographs and um, end up with a video of one minute, uh, which um, is good for social media, but also for our training effect to have some results. And this is something that I, I'm currently doing. So I have done uh, three videos. The next one will be published on Monday. And then there's another one in the pipeline Then um, in Prague, we start uh, with a small festival because there it is um, allowed and um, the the country open up again and uh, we will have on the 1st and 2nd August, a small weekend there, four hours of teaching and a lot of um, social party um, in the night and during daytime. And I really um, welcome everyone from um, surrounding countries to join us in Prague only if you're healthy, um, but we also have precautions, um, um, precaution measures and um, disinfects um, to, to avoid, of course, uh, infection. And yes, and um, we are all curious what the future brings in our dancing scene, but I hope at certain stage we all can go back to normal, go back to socials, go back to classes, go back to boot camps and festivals. That would be my uh, wish for the um, near future yeah i think we all agree with
0: that <laughs> cool so you're you're on
1: instagram on
0: uh, which uh, handle
1: ah yes um instagram um you probably find it also in the feeds of this um, podcast but it's xavi xavi underline dance underline and this is my instagram and you can also find me on facebook uh, xavidance. dance and i'm really looking forward uh, to dance with every one of you to have a chat to have a conversation and if anything happened just hit me up cool
0: all right thank you so much and thanks for being
1: here yeah thanks Jan and take care
0: and that was it again for this episode thank you so much for listening we hope you liked it and we hope that you got inspired to maybe do something similar who knows If you like the show and you want to hear more of it, then make sure to subscribe to it. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then make sure to leave us a review. Write us what you like. Maybe tell us what you don't like so we can improve the show. If you want to get some insights into behind the scenes, then you can follow us on Instagram at backstage.podcast. All right, I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.